Welcome. This is the CGMI Living Springs Gospel Podcast. Stay tuned as you listen to the Word of God. Today we are going to still continue looking at it, but there are a few questions that we have that we need to answer, right? So I'm going to try as much as possible today to wrap around those questions and see how we can delve more on what indwelling is. So, what is indwelling of the Holy Spirit? How do we have... What do we have to do to get the Holy Spirit? And what does it mean for the person who has the Holy Spirit? Praise the Lord. These are things that we are going to look at today. So, Paul wrote... I need to explain that um, the process of becoming indwelt by the Holy Spirit is that they listened and then they believe. That is in the book of Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13 to 14. In him you also, after listening to the message of the truth, the gospel of your salvation, having also believed, you were sealed in him with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is given as a pledge to our inheritance, with a view to the redemption of God's own possession, to the praise of his glory. Praise the Lord. So here you see that they first listened to the gospel, and then they believed. That is how, those are the two parts, right? When we hear and believe the gospel, our hearts break open at God's love, his mercy and forgiveness. And the spirit of God himself comes inside of our hearts. So it is amazing and it's simple. Do you understand? So you hear the gospel and then you accept Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, believing his sacrifice for us. That's all you have to do. And then the Holy Spirit comes inside of you. So, the indwelling of the Holy Spirit is a promise. Praise the Lord. In Philippians 1 verse 6, For I am confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work amongst you will complete it to the day of Christ Jesus. Praise the Lord. So, the moment we are brought into faith, and the Holy Spirit comes into our lives, that very moment, we have become part of his work and plan. So his promise to us is that he will complete the good work that he has started in us. Praise the Lord. So what is the good work? The good work consists of personal callings and growth. Also, general work that God desires to accomplish in every believer's heart. Praise the Lord. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared for hand so that we would walk in them. Praise the Lord. So, the first question we ask is, what does it mean to be indwelled? The indwelling of the Holy Spirit, what does it mean? 
and we said it means that the Holy Spirit of God living inside of us, right? That is possessing our body. So the next thing, the next question was, what do we have to do? Do you understand? What do we have to do to become indwell? Remember, we established that when we give our life to Christ, when we accept Christ and become believers, we receive the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit immediately becomes living inside of us. That means that all you need to do is to believe what you have heard. Praise the Lord. So now, what does this mean to you as a person? Now you are filled with the Holy Spirit. What does it mean to you? It means that God's ability has come upon you that you begin you will be able to live his promises. The Holy Spirit inside of you will consistently remind you about God's promise to you. Do you understand? He, be, he consistently reminds you about God's promise to you. But then there is the indwelling and there is being filled with the Spirit. Praise the Lord. Remember, we have established that when the Holy Spirit is inside of us, we the manifestation of that Spirit in us is the fruit of the Spirit. That fruit of the Spirit we are to cultivate, right? But also, we have the gift of the Spirit, which are given to all of us for the benefit of all. So, the gift of the Spirit helps you do ministry better. Praise the Lord. But the fruit of the Spirit is the manifestation that there is the Spirit of God in you. So you begin to do things according to God's will. Amen? But the fruit is something you need to cultivate. Meanwhile, the gift is given freely. Praise the Lord. So, what does indwelling mean? I have three points here. Number one. Indwelling occurs when we first believe. It does not occur 20 years later. Right? Rather, when we are born again, that moment, indwelling occurs. We receive the Holy Spirit. Right? Number two, the indwelling of the Holy Spirit occurs one time. It means that the Holy Spirit does not have to come and dwell inside you every time. Praise the Lord. When you give your life to Christ, it happens that time. So the Holy Spirit is inside of you. What happens is, whether you acknowledge and your activities, your fellowship with the Spirit, do you understand? How you communicate the Holy Spirit will determine how much of the Holy Spirit you are going to exhibit. Do you understand what I mean? So you are filled with the Holy Ghost when you give your life to Christ. But how much of God that will be shown in your life, that is the fruit of the Spirit, will be determined by how you fellowship with Him. Right? How you acknowledge Him that He is there. He's wanting to be there. He's wanting, it's another thing for you to know that He is there and behave as if He is there. Praise the Lord. So let's look at Romans chapter 5, verse 5.
Now, hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out to our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Praise the Lord. The Holy Spirit was given to us. So, number three, what does indwelling mean? The indwelling of the Holy Spirit is for all believers. Simply coming to be a Christian does not necessarily mean you are a Christian. Praise the Lord. Matthew chapter 7 verse 21. The indwelling of the Holy Spirit is for all Christians, all believers. So claiming to be a Christian does not necessarily mean you are a Christian. To be a, a Christian, you must what accept Christ as your Lord and Savior and accept that salvation. When you receive the salvation, then you receive the indwelling. Matthew 7, 21. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. So how do you know the will of the Father in heaven? Through the Holy Spirit. Thank you very much. Praise the Lord. So believers are not commanded to be indwelt or possessed by the Holy Spirit. Born again people are possessed by the Holy Spirit. Indwelling does not indicate direction in life, but position. Praise the Lord. The indwelling does not indicate direction. It indicates position. So what position are you is the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. So the position is, you have given your life to Christ, you have received salvation, so you receive the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. First Corinthians chapter 6, from verse 19 to 20. Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? For you were bought at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which is God's. Praise the Lord. You were bought with a price. The price was the price Christ paid. The birth, crucifixion, death, resurrection, ascension of Jesus, right? Was the price God has to pay to redeem you. So when you receive Christ, the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. Holy Spirit, remember we have said, Holy Spirit is one of, is part of the Trinity. So God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So that is God living inside of you. Your understanding of what you have received will determine how much of God that shows in your life. Remember we have said that you only receive the indwelling once. So it does not go. So the Holy Spirit, you have accepted Christ, the Holy Spirit is in you. So when you sin, does the Holy Spirit step up? No. He is there. But remember, we have established also that the Holy Spirit can grieve. Praise the Lord. When God put his Holy Spirit of promise in you, he put him there until the redemption of the purchased possession. That means a born again person is permanently in there indwelt do you understand you are born again the holy spirit is permanently inside of you it doesn't leave the only time when we can say we sin against the holy spirit that the holy spirit lives is 
when we blaspheme it begins the holy spirit so when you say that everything that jesus did he did not do it praise the lord so the holy spirit that you have received remains inside of you permanently in him you also trusted after you heard the word of truth the gospel of your salvation in whom also having believed you were sealed with the holy spirit of promise who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of purchased possession to the praise of his glory that's ephesians chapter 1 verse 13 to 14. now there is another conversation there to be filled by the holy spirit because we said you are indwell so does it mean that you have to receive another one that will make you filled praise the lord so we are going to look at what does it mean to be filled paul said in galatians chapter 5 verse 16 walk in the spirit and you will not be filled with the desires of the flesh this walking in the spirit is an active relationship with god so be so the holy spirit is inside of you but you will not be filled by the holy spirit by what your active relationship with god remember we said the fruit of the spirit is exhibited through fellowship with the holy spirit praise the lord so let's look at some things about being filled being filled is a repeated experience being filled by god's spirit is something you must continually ask god to do but the indwelling of the spirit is once and for all once you have given your life to christ you have the holy spirit inside of you but how do you how are you filled with the holy spirit when you are filled it means what you bring out of you remember out of the abundance of a man's heart the man speaketh so what do you have inside when you receive the holy spirit the content how full is he in you do you understand that is being filled number two being filled can be for specific times and assignment praise the lord talking about the gift of the spirit remember we established that the gift of the spirit is given freely to you as a believer to benefit everyone praise the lord so depending on what your assignment is that will tell us what the gift of the spirit you have whether it's gift of wisdom discernment speaking of tongues interpretation of tongues um word of knowledge do you understand your assignment at that particular point in time determines ask chapter 4 verse 8 please so we'll come back to that Acts 4 verse 8 number three being filled is for all believers but only affect those who are yielded to god praise the lord being filled is for everyone right but affects those who are yielded to god so he's wanting to be filled with the, to have the holy spirit inside of you have you yielded to the spirit how do you yield to the spirit by constantly being in fellowship with the holy spirit praying and knowing the will of god and reading and studying god's word to know his will praise the lord 
Acts chapter 4 verse 8. Then Peter filled with the Holy Spirit said to them, rulers of the people and the elders of Israel. Like, remember, he was filled by the Holy Spirit. That means that being filled by the Holy Spirit, like we said, the gift of the Spirit is for specific assignment. Because before then, Peter probably has to receive that word to be able to say to the rulers of the people, praise the Lord. That is word of knowledge, right? Number four, being filled can in effect be lost when believers are rebelling against the will of God in their lives. Praise the Lord. Being filled can be lost. So being filled by the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit you have received is there, but he's talking to you based on God's will. And what he's telling you doesn't look like what you want to do. Praise the Lord. Then you turn deaf ears and go ahead to do that which you think. It's like, let me explain that to you. You have maybe a thousand naira, and you need that money to do something for yourself. And then you meet someone who is in need of 800 out of that money. And the Holy Spirit tells you, give him. And you say, no, this cannot be the Spirit of God talking to me. Praise the Lord. Because in your mind, God knows that you need the 1,000 error. So asking you to give 800 to that person at that time, you will feel it's not God. Praise the Lord. So that means you have lost a bit of it because you are living in that denial. You have refused to listen. You as a person, you have somebody you are advising every time. You talk to him, talk to him, talk to him, and he doesn't listen to you. What do you do? Keep quiet, right? Do you love that person? Yes. If you see something that will kill that person, will you do it? No. But will you talk to that person? No, because you have been talking, he doesn't listen. That is what happens to the Holy Spirit in us when we don't listen to him. Praise the Lord. Being filled can be renewed through repentance. So, now that you have known that, oh, this thing I'm doing is diminishing the quantity of the Holy Spirit that I have in me. It's not making us have good rapport, good conversation. Then you repent from it and start paying attention. Praise the Lord. That means being filled to be renewed. Being filled results in the power of the Spirit at work in your life. Praise the Lord. So being filled with the Holy Spirit will result to how much power USB as a Christian. So let's do a little illustration just for us to understand being filled, right? So let's take a for example. Let's use this bottle of water. This bottle represents your physical body. Praise the Lord. And the water in it. Represent the spirit of God living inside of you. So suppose, okay, so this bottle is not completely filled, right? Exactly. Now, if you remove this cap and start adding water, so the bottle will be filled. That is being filled. So as a Christian, the content you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit is 
constant fellowship, prayer, studying the word of God, that's the liquid that you are going to use to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Because the more you fellowship with the Holy Spirit, the more you are able to exhibit the fruit of the Spirit. Praise the Lord. But there's another thing. So this bottle already contains water. So you adding water does not make it indwelling. So you already have the Holy Spirit inside of you. Being filled by that exercise doesn't mean that that's when the Holy Spirit is coming. Do you understand? It only means that you are adding to the value, being energized to replenish, to be filled. That process is what, like I said, we do when we read the Word of God, we study, we constant prayer, asking God for things, fellowshiping with the Holy Spirit. Those are the things that build relationships. So as the relationship becomes stronger and bigger, you are being filled more with the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. So the key here is not what you are being filled with. But by which means that you are being filled. So, for example, this bottle can do nothing by itself. So, this bottle, like I said, is us, right? John chapter 15, verse 5. We can do nothing without Christ. So, to be filled with the Holy Spirit, to fill this bottle, you just said it has water in it. The bottle cannot fill himself. You have to fill it. Right? So, what are you filling in? Is it bottle? Is it clean water? You can also fill dirty water, right? Do you understand? Say it's filling. So, what are you filling in? Praise God. So, now to fill the bottle with water, just to say it's water is not the focus. The focus is what kind of water are you feeling inside the bottle? Amen? Because the bottle cannot feed this world itself. The water is not the act of walking in the spirit. The water represents the indwelling of the spirit. The bottle contains the spirit and has the capacity to act upon what is inside. So how much of God that you are able to exhibit determines how much of the Holy Spirit that you have. How much is your life filled with the things of the Spirit? That is what determines how much of God that you exhibit. So this bottle, let's say, is a full capacity is 60 cl, and then you have just 30 cl inside. You can only make use of only that 30 cl. If you don't refill it with clean water, this bottle will just become there. There will be nothing. The content will be not usable. Praise the Lord. So the bottle contains the spirit and has the capacity to be act upon what is inside. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 18 clarifies that. And do not be drunk with wine 
in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. Praise the Lord. So remember I mentioned that what kind of water are you filling in here? Is it dirty water? Is it clean water? Is it water you can consume? That's what Ephesians 5 is telling us. Do not fill your life with things and expect it to, to come up one day and then you see miracle. Praise the Lord. Don't be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Spirit. God wants us to do what He says and live according to the Spirit. We must come under the control of the Spirit like a drunk person comes under control of alcohol. Praise the Lord. Do you hear what I said? We must come under control of the Spirit just as a drunk man, a drunkard that drunk, drank alcohol he is controlled. They will say he's under the influence of alcohol. Do you understand? That is so we must be with the things of the Spirit. Praise God. God's Spirit com- will begin to control you to do things you would not do simply because of your human abilities. Remember, Reverend has, has said it in one of his teachings that by ourselves, as human beings, we cannot live the life of God. Praise the Lord. That is why we need the Holy Spirit to teach us and show us how to. Amen. When you walk in the ways of God, He begins to do things in you and through your life that you could never accomplish with simple human ability. In that sense, a person who knew you before you start before you started walking in God's ways would think you are drunk because you look and act so different from your old ways. So you have accepted Christ, you have received the Holy Spirit in you, and you have constantly been filling yourself with the things of the Spirit, reading, studying, meditating, and fellowshipping with God. And now you are beginning to exhibit the fruits of the Spirit. Remember, the fruit of the Spirit is love. Please, let me put that scripture up. The fruit of the Spirit is love. Then you now begin to see meekness, kindness, and all. He did not say the fruits. He said the fruit. So it's one. So now, when you begin to act in a certain way, people that know you before, will begin to, ah, this guy, there's something different about him. So when you hear, old things are passed away. And behold, all things have become new for all that are in Christ. These are some of the things you begin to look at. You no longer be that kind of person that you used to be. Suddenly, you are now more, become more accommodating. A lot of things have changed about you. The way you speak, the way you treat people have changed. The way you respond to issues have changed. Right? Remember, the Holy Spirit is our comforter. So in times of, of in your down times, Normally, you would have re- responded differently, but people around you begin to see that your response is different. Like, they begin to obviously ask you, what is wrong with you? You have changed. This is not you. That is when you know that the fruit of the Spirit is beginning to show in you. Because they are not saying it for the bad, though, right? You have become better. You treat people irrespective of how they treat you. You treat them right. The words you speak in your mouth, what you say to people, what you do, your attitude towards life, 
generally change. There is this peace and calmness that is now about you. This will get people worried. And they start to think, oh, something is wrong with this brother and this sister. Praise the Lord. God indwells you by the Holy Spirit, by His Spirit, to guide you in His ways. Throughout the Old Testament, God wanted His disciples to live according to His ways, statutes and judgment and His commandments. To walk in the Spirit, you simply have to do what God says with a heart that is right towards Him. There is no way we will achieve this without the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Because the Holy Spirit convicts us of our of, of sinners of sin, makes you understand, oh, this thing you're about to do is wrong. God does not want this. Because you don't know God's ways. Without the Holy Spirit, nobody can tell what God wants or what God will see. Having good character or good moral upbringing has nothing to do with the fruit of the Spirit. These are, do you understand? Because if you are brought up right, you have good moral standards, good character, good upbringing. What happens at that point when you get to the when you get to that point where you break? What happens? What is your reaction? You keep being nice to people and they keep treating you. What does normal character tell you? Leave them and go. Do you understand? But what the Holy Spirit tells us to do, that God's will is, is that irrespective of how Brother A is treating you, treat him the way God wants you to treat him. Praise the Lord. So, in the illustration of our bottle and water, the key is not that it is a bottle. I can put water in it, like I said. A bottle could be filled with dirty water. The vessel is not important as the contents of the vessel. Praise the Lord. It's not about the bottle. It's about the contents. Then when they were using a bottle to sell drinks, soft drinks, they always, when you are doing promo, say you have free drink, they would write under liquid content only. It means that the bottle you return it. Praise the Lord. That's why when you buy those drinks, after drinking your content, you will return the bottle to the owner. Amen? So that shows you that the vessel is not as important as the content. What you bought is the content. Praise the Lord. So we must be filled with the Holy Spirit to be a vessel of righteousness. Romans 6 verse 13. Romans 6.13, please. We are rounding up now. Romans chapter 6, verse 13. And do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourself to God as being alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. He's talking about you, when you say members, it's not church members who so praise the Lord. Your hands, your eyes, your ears, your nose, your teeth. Amen? So, if you are born again, the Holy Spirit is permanently inside of you. But you need to daily, 
if not moment by moment, fill yourself with the Spirit. Praise the Lord. That way, your life will begin to reflect what God wants it to be. You will begin to live the life of God. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, as Christians, it's not just enough to say, I'm indwelt by the Holy Spirit. You have to also make sure that you continually feel your heart and your life and your mind with spiritual things. Praise the Lord. The Holy Spirit is there to guide you, but you have to acknowledge that He is there. Many of us, because of the way we look at these things, we have started, we refer to the Holy Spirit as something told me. It is not something that told you. It's the Holy Spirit that told you. That is what He is. Praise the Lord. Oh, I wanted to go left, and something told me just go right, and I went right and I got it. It's not something. Praise the Lord. Stop reducing the Holy Spirit to, so, to be something. It is the Holy Spirit that directs you. Praise the Lord. It is the Holy Spirit working in you that tells you the right decisions to take. And when you are in good fellowship with the Holy Spirit, nothing happens to you by mistake anymore. Praise the Lord. Because you are filled with the Holy Spirit. Not just that the Holy Spirit is dwelling in you, you are also filled by the Spirit. So nothing happens in your life that will be strange. Nothing happens in your life that will be a mistake. Nothing happens in your life that will be an accident. Because why? The Holy Spirit, your friend, your comforter, the Spirit of Truth has already told you about what is about to happen. He is our mediator. When we get to the point where we cannot see anything because things are too difficult, you close your eyes to pray, you don't know what to say. The Holy Spirit intercedes on your behalf. So don't, because of what you see today, reduce the person of the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Remember, the amount of the Holy Spirit that you have inside of you, right, determines the outcome of your life. So out of the abundance of the heart, the man speaketh. So what you do not have, you do not give. So because of that, we must continuously, daily, if not every man, like I said, walk towards Improving and being filled with the Holy Spirit by constantly being in fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Avoid things that will grieve the Holy Spirit in you. Because it's in you. When you are doing that thing you are not supposed to do, the Holy Spirit is there. He doesn't go on vacation. Praise the Lord. When you are done, He is still there telling you that this thing that you did is wrong. It's not conscience. Conscience is different. Some people have... I've killed conscience. But what you have is the Holy Spirit. So to manifest the fruit of the Spirit, you must consistently feel 
yourself. When I say yourself, I mean your heart with things of God. Praise the Lord. May God help us to live life above sin and continuously be filled with the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Thank you for joining. And thank you for being with us today. And uh, I hope that with these few words of mine, I've been able to convince you and not confuse you that the Holy Spirit is permanently dwelling in you. It doesn't go and come. But you must continuously fill yourself with the Spirit so that you will exhibit that much power. Remember, the kind of power you exhibit as a Christian determines is determined by how much of the Spirit that you have. Say, if you have a faith like that of a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, be that removed and cast into the sea, and it will be so. That one is not magic. You have to be filled with the Holy Spirit. That is a level. Because the Holy Spirit is a dimension of God in your life. Praise the Lord. Thank you for listening to the CGMI Living Springs Godful Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at CGMI underscore Springs.